Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. I'm learning. Now I just got to get fit so I don't keep doing this the whole podcast. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, first of all, thank you so much, Patreon, all persons. You, you bought me new microphones, new couches. I appreciate y'all. Um, and we got some new members. Meet Fart. <laughs> I the first time I read that. I can't believe I did Is it. Meat fart? Yeah, meat fart. Oh no, fart. Oh, it's Patreon. Meat fart. Uh so someone signed up just as fart. <laughs> fart just became a five dollar patron. <laughs> That's fair. And new patron Big Growl? You guys. It's gonna be hard to <laughs> Okay. Anyways, thank you. New two new Patreon members. Uh, God bless you. Uh, meet Big Growl and Fart. I'm going to bet a million dollars that that's not their real names. And today's guest is Justin Hoff. Very funny guy. Very <laughs> guy. You could bleep that. Don't say that. Um, he's a good dude, freshly sober, from Boston. And, and he's very funny. He's a good homie. And, and he's just a good dude. You'll see. You'll see on the episode. I'm sure he's got a good poopy up. Poopy. Poopy poopy. Poopy 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 poopy. Best intros in the business, baby. I love you all and uh, thank you for. Oh, yes. Yeah, community service. You like it? Share it. Subscribe it. Rate it. Review it. You know, I hate the guys that always say that, but I, they say it for a reason. It's got to work. So if you listen, just give it a five stars. If you don't listen, you go f yourself. Um, no. <laughs> That's all. Thank you. Five star. Bye bye. All right. Inch away from the mouth. Old nasty Nate had old two feet, but he's kind of blind. He's kind of blind. <laughs> I ain't heard. Anyway, hey, welcome to hey. Community Service Podcast. Today's guest is Justin Hoff, and he's a sober pussy motherfucker, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got a sugar. We got a sugar water. Don't you get it on this new carpet? What's this called? Couch. <laughs> These are brand new chairs. These are brand new everything, bro. Wow, the we new setup. Up. Is this the first uh, episode of the new setup? Second. Second. I didn't open well, it. Well, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. <laughs> oh, shit. After I yell at you, I do it. These aren't going to stay white for long. <laughs> I know. Oh, this is so good. Oh, it's so good. Dude, this is good. We're going to dive deep into sobriety mm -hmm. for all you fucking junkies out there. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. I did it. I don't have a kitchen. Look at me now, ma. <laughs> Look at me. No, uh, you're 14 months sober? 14 right? months, yeah. Actually, the day that I got sober was my fresh faces at Laugh Factory. So the night before, I had a couple beers, and then going into- I was there that night, wasn't I? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going in for that. Yeah, I spiked your drink with cocaine. And, I was and wondering why my set was so bad. palpitations. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's how you get them sober, yeah, near heart attack. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. So you were the hooch, the hooch and the, and the, and the, if yeah. you don't want to talk about that, I didn't just sniffle, I don't know what you're talking about. I, um, so like, I didn't think any of those were problems. I was I was functioning as a drug addict and an alcoholic for so long that um, even my friends, when I got sober, they're like, oh, you didn't need to get sober. Like yeah. they, they had no idea how bad it was. But yeah, I would drink, the drink would lead to Coke. And then eventually, I, you know, I was never sleeping. So the Coke was like, oh, if you take a Xanax at night, you can sleep. 
It does help. And then it uh, does help. You know, then it was getting to the point where it was like, I didn't know where I was. I was on stage one time and my nose started bleeding. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nice, dude. It's the good old days or the bad old days. Yeah. No, this just is just mailing it in. Like, this oh. is fantastic because I know, you know me, I'm fucking sober and I preach sobriety, but I don't preach sobriety. Mm hmm. But like, dude, the honest truth is about ninety percent of motherfuckers out there. You need to call it quits, dude. You know, like, all my friends are alcoholics. They just don't know. You're just functioning. That's all. Like, if you're not like my mom or my like have an occasional beer right, and yeah. chill, like every almost everyone wants to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me included. Yeah. You know, and that. It's a problem. Like people don't like to admit it. Like, also, there's nothing wrong with getting fucked up once in a while. But let's be honest here. I, I don't think most of America gets fucked up once in a. <laughs> we get fucked up. Look at our state right did now. Did you ever like? Did you ever explore why you were doing it? That was the biggest thing for me. Getting nah, getting sober. Still bottled it down. Really? Still down. <laughs> it's gonna explode someday. And <laughs> just take everybody out with you. Yeah, I just uh, well, I didn't have comedy you know i kind of yeah. when i i you know i started stand up about a year before sobriety but like i didn't have the you outlet. know i was doing imp an improv and shit but i finally found my outlet and i was like oh i just needed meaning you know i was yeah just, i was just aimlessly wandering and i didn't have my thing you know that's a lot of people hit me up i was like you gotta have a thing it doesn't matter if it's fucking knitting or rock climbing right, yeah, or stand up you need about. something yeah you need anything otherwise you're fucking dead bro good luck you know i know everybody ends up in the same place and it's like i have friends now that um like have serious jobs you know they're like important people i'm a comic but they're important people and like still thursday night friday night saturday night sunday fun day just getting fucked up and then they go back to work and then they drink after work and i'm just like what yeah I like i and don't they're, know they're functioning you know and, and yeah. you know props to them and my whole family is functioning alkies but uh it's just like to a certain point, like, do you always have to be, hey, son, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, it's once again, it's okay once in a while, do your thing, but all the time, it's annoying, even though I was that guy. Yeah. I, oh, dude, even with weed. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. With I used to be like falling over drunk at places and a lot of times. I was a good drunk. Were you? It's no. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like yeah. I remember, weed was ridiculous. I know it's weed, and you know my opinion on that. It saved my life from the narcotta. Mm -hmm. But like I would be like, oh, I I have to, uh, you know, take out the trash. Better take two bong hits of OG Kush. <laughs> really, bro? You can't walk down the driveway without having to do yeah. that. You know what I mean? You were one of those guys that it makes everything better, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But if you do the if you if you get real high before you do the dishes. You won't remember doing the dishes. It doesn't feel like doing the dishes. Yeah, yeah. And then you forget to do the dishes. And then it's just like, I could, it's fucked, man. Yeah. It was all fucked. So, you know, that's awesome, though, dude. 14 months. That's 14 the hardest months. time, too. Actually, my um, I was just in Boston for a month. I was in Boston when I hit you up. And um, my mom just had uh, like a major stroke out of nowhere. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. Way to bring it down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry, man. I was like, I I wonder why. I was like, oh, he's laughing. He thinks this is a joke. No, 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 I, no, no she I, did. I just don't know how to uh, process. I actually talked about that last pod. I don't know how to process that serious stuff. information. Oh, I yeah. don't, dude. My mom <laughs>, laughs at funerals. We all laugh at funerals. Oh, so does my family. Yeah, we just like <laughs> he's mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm sorry, dude. That's terrible. Yeah. So, um, she didn't make it. I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, what? She had a stroke. Remember that The Simpsons? Yeah. That executioner they call when they're about to kill someone. Hello. <laughs> yes. They're like, why do you sound like that? I had a stroke. Okay. Click. Anyways, sorry about your mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's okay. She's fine. Everything worked out, but it was it was, the timing was crazy, and she was perfectly healthy. I just got a call that was like, "You need to come home. She's having emergency surgery." So it was like miraculous. Uh, even the doctor, the doctor after the surgery, said to her, "He goes, wow, I can't believe that worked." Wow. <laughs> hey, doctor, keep some things to yourself, yeah. dude. <laughs> so Fuck that was kind of fucked up. But um, the reason why I bring that up is, uh, you know, I was dealing with all that stuff, and I was just like, "Oh, if this doesn't make me drink." Yeah, you know what I mean. And I was kind of like, I was going through some baby mama drama too. I don't actually have kids, but I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. kid, yeah, man, you you should drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should do some drugs. Oh man, I get it, dude. A guy working 40, 50 hours a week and has kids and has to do all that. Yeah, I get it, man. You can't have I don't even have that. Time. And I'm tempted. That's that's it's it's not that kids are. I love kids. It's awesome. Like my niece and nephew, I adore them. But they're just exhausting, man. Yeah. I'm a visitor to that world, and that shit's fucking tiring. All the time? Oh, <laughs> they don't listen. They just run amok, <laughs> and they eat dirt. They really Mila don't picked care. picked up a cat turd and was putting it in. I was like, no! <laughs> like, you can't do that. They just and don't I give also a fuck. don't give a fuck about shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm the guy going, don't do that, let me have it. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it with them. Here you a little cat turning your tooth right here. No, okay, too too gross. Okay, we got those there. are jokes, guys. So, anyways, welcome to the podcast. Hi, <laughs> hi, welcome to the community service. Well, I'm glad your mom's all right. Yeah, she's great. Uh, everybody's doing well, but I went back there for a little bit and uh, visited Boston. And I actually flew in yesterday when I got like right oh perfect, like right before you texted me. Yeah, so you don't have an accent. No, my dad's from Boston. Yeah, he I, doesn't either. But he moved here when he's like twelve or thirteen or something. Nope, shit. spent my whole life there and don't have an accent, and that's on purpose. Yeah, because yeah. you get made fun of him. Well, first it was People getting call you retarded. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing is like you see somebody from. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that. You see somebody from um, from Boston on the news, and then you're just like, oh my god. It doesn't matter if they went to Harvard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they have a a degree. It's just. Uh, I don't want to shit on my Boston people because I'll get beat up when I go home. Yeah, they will fight you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's... there's nothing else to do in Boston, yeah. so you just fight. Um, but the reason why I lost it is because I went into sales, and they wanted you to have like a non-dialectic accent. Mm. Um, my nana had it till the day she died, but she was born and raised there. Yeah, car park, mm-hmm. get your pocket book. I don't know what that pocket was. Book. <laughs> pocket book. But she said pocket That was book. like Greek. Hey, get your pocket book. Hey, get your pocket book. What do you mean you don't eat meat? <laughs> Remember that shit? My big fat Greek waiting. Is that what you do? You just quote movies the whole time? Yeah, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> we don't review them. Just do quotes. Goonies never die. <laughs> you had me at hello. That's a good movie. I'm trying to do the Bruce Springsteen song, but I don't know any of the lyrics. 
Jingle I don't even think you know the melody. You know what I'm trying to do, right? Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I Welcome like to the Shit cares. Show podcast. That's what I should have called this, the Shit Show. The Shit Shows. Ah, it's community service. We try to do good. So do you... Um, I was going to... I had a sober question. Now I forget what it was, but... Um, Ask it. I like it. Yeah, so you said you didn't really explore what made you drink in the first place, and then you said... You found your outlet, which was good. Oh, it was probably just a fucked up childhood. You know, yeah. my parents did the best they could, but just like, just, dude, I, I, uh, yeah, just stuffing the trauma down. Yeah, just. Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. I, I mean, I fucking grew my, I grew up in bars, dude. Yeah. Uh, the American Legion, the VFW, the Moose Lodge, the Elks Lodge. Then you started performing in all of them. And then I started performing <laughs> in all of them. After I got sober, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. "Oh my god, have I ever told that story where I, uh, 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 the Torrance Moose Lodge show with with the gangsters, my friends and family?" I don't remember. I don't think it. so. Yeah, Jesus fucking! Christ. I don't keep up on gang lingo and who's enemies. So this fucking oh, no. bastard Marty Coco, that son of a bitch, I'm name blasting him. He ain't gonna yeah. listen. He's old and drinks too much. <laughs> and he, he just knocks on the door. I heard you were talking about me. On <laughs> But he, uh, there was some, you know, uh, gang, uh, there's some gangsters, you know, and it, it was one of them, their birthdays and I knew him, I grew up with him and they were from, I don't even know where they're from. I'm going to fuck it up and they're going to get mad at me again. But in, in the South Bay, it's 204th street and Tortilla Flats, T Flats. And then, uh, another one, La Rana or whatever. And I don't know who's who. I don't gangbang. But Marty Coco said, say this, you know. And you listen to him? And I listened to him. <laughs> because I thought it was their gang. I was like, what's up? Two oh, four streets God. in the house. But it was the rival gang <laughs> that they're enemies with. And then they got all mad at me. And he's like, and then they're like, I told you not to fuck with us. And I was like, I'm like, calm down, birthday boy. I'm giving you a shout out. And I and what I what I didn't know until I was done. And my sister's like, you idiot. That's like the enemy gang. And I was like, oh, I was like Marty, Marty Coco, Coco, you son of a bitch. <laughs> After they stabbed me, I'm gonna stab you, motherfucker. No, yeah. nothing happened. They're cool. I knew most of them, but uh, I was like, why are they so angry at me? I thought I was giving them a shout out. So that was the beginning of your set and you had to do the whole set yeah. after that? Yeah. Yeah, I had to do 30 after that. After a gang hated me front row center. Uh, uh, they might have been retired. It's, it, you know. Can you retire from a gang? Kind of. You just get old and have kids and then you're like, ah, I got to pay rent, you know? Yeah. You don't. Yeah. I thought when you're in it, you're in it. That's what they say. It's not the case. Yeah. Uh, Is my there like a 401k retired. or? No, no, <laughs> there's you no gotta, benefits You gotta package. go to construction. Yeah, that's what you. <laughs> you gotta lay some tile and yeah. paint. And, okay, you know, Not they bad. don't do background checks if you're painting someone's wall. If you got Southeast LA on your forehead, <laughs> mm-hmm. you could paint a wall. You could paint a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the for the right price. Yeah. Nah, yeah, they all make more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah. Everything's crazy right now, trying to like uh, pump out digital content, do these podcasts and everything since there's no comedy. Have you been doing like outdoor shows and stuff? I have. I actually have been doing a lot as of recently. Mm. It was, of course, the, you know, on hold forever. And then uh, and then they started popping off, started doing these parking lot shows with Tammy Joe Deering and yeah. Magic Asphalt. That's awesome. At the Magic Castle and then uh, a couple rooftop shows. 
Sorry. How's that microphone pick that up? <laughs> it's bubbles, man. Everyone, I forgot who it was. I'm so sorry, but they messaged me. They're like, dude, I, they bought the beverages, and they're like, I get why you're always burping on the podcast now. <laughs> I was like, it's a lot of bubbles, man. Is this your drink? Yeah, I get I get this one, the black tea peach. Oh, you're still allowed in here? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they put up the sign after I got fired, and I take pride in that. Did no, they... no filming, no social media. Oh, wow. You had meetings after I got fired, too, right? That's what uh, Brady told me. Like, no filming in the store? <laughs> I mean, they made us Not... all sign that thing ahead of time. No, but... Uh, that's I was so told by a couple employees that they just did little huddles. It wasn't yeah. like a mandatory meeting. It was like, all right, no social media, filming. They're like, everyone knows what happened, right? <laughs> you can't do this anymore. I ruined it for everyone. Yeah. And it's awesome. I was doing a pitch, and I talked a uh, cartoon pitch, and I, and, and I talked. Uh, I was like, yeah, I got fired from Trader Joe's for farting. And the guy was like, oh, I heard about that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, this is awesome. That's sick. They never called me back. Uh-huh. <laughs> So that's what you got to do, right? You just got to do some crazy promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I don't know what to do. I have no idea what's going on. Hey, man. I'm not. I'm just not sweating the small stuff anymore. Like good luck. Yeah, figuring good it luck. out. Good <laughs> luck. Uh, no, I, you just keep plugging away. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what what's gonna hit, what's not. I just had a big jump um, online because I like no one's going anywhere, and like you can tell that it's just so disingenuous when you can see like. It's the middle of a pandemic. People are dying. There's like losing their jobs. Everyone's fighting over uh, politics in the country. And then you see some Instagram influencer like under a like fake waterfall or something. You know what I mean? And just like yeah. doing this unimportant shit. And I'm like, I don't want to be this person. Like, well, you're not that. You're common. No, I know, but you just, at least provide laughter and joy. So like, yeah, but like I haven't been doing sets, so I don't have a lot of stuff to post. So that I started sounds like ex- excuses from oh, an alcoholic. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. But what I was about to say is I, I just started posting my uh, like making memes of my jokes and posting those, and I just had a huge jump. Like I usually get like a hundred likes, or something yeah, like that. not a lot, but like one of them got sixteen hundred, and like they're starting to nice, to yeah, pop up. So you gotta put it out there, man. Yeah, you never know what's gonna stick. I didn't know that driving on mushrooms a bit would go viral loosey-goosey yeah and the fucking shit has made me like seven grand wow wow is right because that's half my income of last year <laughs> but also yeah that's that's also infuriating though because if you think about it it's the same thing with music artists this guy posted a video he had uh two million streams and made like 1400 bucks yeah, that's it, fucked up. It's like people are enjoying the content. They're getting all of the stuff. They they watch it. You have to make merch or sell live tickets, which there's no live tickets. Yeah. You got to sell merch. Yeah, because uh, if I would not have made merch through Stickers Supreme and yeah. Jared De La Rosa, and uh, I would have just gotten some followers, which is fantastic, phenomenal, but not, you know, it's, that's not rent money. It is later when you could yeah. do live shows and sell tickets and perform and whatnot. But yeah, you gotta make merch, which also seems weird during the pandemic. But everyone's out here just trying to make it. Yeah, buy my shit. <laughs> hey, I know you just got evicted, but it's a lot warmer in a hoodie, yeah. loosey goosey t-shirt. <laughs> Maybe I'll make sleeping bags in tents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Just hot. You'll need on the side this. Of yeah. You'll need this. Yeah. Yeah, flashlight and a mm-hmm. fucking fire starter, water purifier, <laughs> a lose your job kit. <laughs> AR-15. 
get the Hoffy AR-15. Yeah. That's what I'm going to put out. You just put a sticker on it, charge an extra 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Go to prison for illegally selling arms. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. I didn't realize how like uh like Burbank and Glendale and all the like I don't I don't know about Glendale but they're separate from LA. Yeah. I didn't realize that when I first moved here. Um because I did try to get a gun when I first moved to LA and I couldn't and then they were like, "Oh, just go to Burbank." There's like gun stores on every corner. Yeah, there's two. There's um that's where I got mine. Uh Gun World and What's the other one called? It's right. They're on the same street. They're two blocks away from each other. Yeah. Because I thought I was at my destination. The fuck is that? Is it? Oh, it's the fucking gardener day. Yeah, shut that. Oh, I thought you were going to yell at him. I'm like, he's just doing his job, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> leave him alone. Um, we're trying to record a podcast in here. There's two gun shops within three blocks of each other, and I was on my way. Shut the bathroom door too. I think the window's open. Thanks, Chris. I'm sorry, man. Thanks, Chris. I'll pay you twenty bucks for the whole production. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just couldn't believe that there was like two within a block. Yeah. But that is really loud. That's like McDonald's. Is that and gonna Burger come King. up on here? Not, not much. Not much. Okay. We could just do a pause. Yeah, you want to take a break? Take a two minute break because it, it they'll stop over there and go over here. <laughs> That'll be louder. I'm yeah. Sure. That'll be louder. Okay, we'll just keep going. Uh, yeah, but I was just like three blocks, I, like so close. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there it is. Oh, no, no, that's not it. I did not get it at Gun World. I got it at whatever the other one is. Fucking what's it called, dude? I got to look it up. But yeah, because I had my license in uh, Massachusetts, but then I moved out here and it's almost impossible to get a gun in L.A. But yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, I already talked about it too much, but I ain't talking about firearms anymore. People don't like it. <laughs> no, people don't like guns, man. And I actually, I was on tour and I went to Florida and that was the first time I shot a gun and it immediately changed my perspective and people are like, don't understand it. But there's something, you know, when you don't know anything about it, you have your views about, you know, death and what guns do, which, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff out there. But then when you realize that like, you know, you have a right to protect yourself. And I know people who like collect guns and all this different stuff and have never shot at anybody. They're yeah, just, you know, yeah. what do you do if somebody breaks in your house? You wait six minutes for the cops to get there? Like, so I don't know. I mean, it's very divisive and stuff, but I just think like there's. I think right now more and more people are like, fuck, I should get one. Yeah. Because it's scary. And, and uh, you know, I've already talked about it so much on here. But, like, yes, of course, get training. Get background checks. Get mm -hmm. your shit together. And and uh, I've said this, too, though. But when you're just shooting at steel targets and tin cans and paper targets, there's something, like, like therapeutic about it. Because you're just in the moment. And you can't think about shit. And mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, there's a lot of responsibility in my hands. I have to focus. And it sounds weird, but it's like... It puts you in the moment. Yeah, you get zen almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's some Eckhart Tolle shit, which I know it sounds weird. I know. But you're you're forced to be in the moment because of what you're fucking doing, you know? You cannot right. think about the lawnmower going in the background right now. <laughs> yeah. You cannot <laughs> <laughs> It's great for people with ADHD. I mean, I really it really helped me out. And uh although the when I went shooting in Florida, they uh didn't have proper ventilation. 
So you're just huffing gunpowder? Yeah, so I like... Yeah, maybe that's not it. That sounds like some Florida shit. Yeah, it was definitely some Florida activities. <laughs> so like I had... Uh, I was shooting an AR-15 and then a handgun, and then my friends got tired, and they had still had their ammunition. I was like, oh, I'm not stopping. So I was in there for a really long time, and I swear to God, I took a piss, and it smelled like fireworks. Oh, my God. Like, that's I amazing. Must've... I got to go there. <laughs> I think I breathed it in so much of it. Yeah. I got the firework piss. Yes! <laughs> I achieved it! I that's was really so worried nice. about my kidneys, man, but... Yeah, it's just so divisive, and it's like, no, man, like, I'm all for, you know, lock, you gotta be safe, you know? I don't, like, I mean, if you're a sane person, you don't want murder, you don't want anyone to get hurt, you want everybody to get along, we just don't, like, you know, it's wild, and I think that's the thing that people forget, is that, like, when the shit hits the fan, like, even, you see, like, Black Friday videos... And that shit's stupid. Like you're you're killing each other over a fucking TV. Yeah. Well, so I won't partake in that. I did it once, but it was before it was a thing. Yeah. It was like 14. Jesus Christ, I'm old. It was like 14, 15 years ago, and it was just like a, you had to wait in line for like two hours. Yeah. And I got a laptop for 300 bucks. It's the only time I did it. Now they're fucking killing. Now people. they're actually um, weed whacking in the apartment. I don't know if you guys can yeah. hear that. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did they get in? <laughs> what is this, Henry? I shrunk the gardener. Remember that shit? They yeah. <laughs> they made so many of those movies. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, I blew up the kid. No, hang oh, on. honey, I shrunk us. Honey, honey, we shrunk ourselves. Selves, yeah. Honey, I blew up the kid. Yeah. You can remember all that, and you can't remember where you bought your gun. No, a selective <laughs> memory. All uh, the titles. I was perfectly. gonna look it up. And Guns I direct. Yes. Yes. Hey. It's owned by a uh, Iraq veteran. He was awesome. He helped me out and 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 gun nuts are funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> he had one on his hip and it, and I and I was saying like I want this or this. He's like, "Well, those are tough choices. Both very good firearms." <laughs> 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 I was like, "This tell me which one to get. I know you got." Yeah. I went with the Glock 19 cuz I wanted a, a, a 6 hour P226, the ones that Navy SEALs carry. Nice. Well, it's like 1300 bucks. It's like, okay, all right. I don't yeah. I don't need that. Glock's 500. Yeah. Anyways, I wanted the Smith & Wesson M&P 2.0, which is a knockoff of the Glock, but it's like 300 But California and their laws make it illegal. Really? They got weird laws where it's like, like this is legal and this is, is illegal, and it's like it's the same gun by yeah. a different manufacturer. Huh. Anyways, probably politics involved too, but, but yeah, no, shit's crazy. And you know, when, uh, the grid goes down and the zombie apocalypse and all that stuff. And my dad always talked about that shit and we always were like, you're fucking nuts. And then this year happened. We're, <laughs> we're like, like, wait a you second. You were right, dad. <laughs> you were fucking right. People laugh at this shit and I keep losing followers for talking about guns, but you wait, you wait till that. Yeah. Have you seen our country? Have you seen this shit? It is on fire. What do you think? In many, gonna, many different facets. What do you think is going to happen? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm worried for both things. Like, I'm, no I'm, matter what happens, someone's going to someone, be mad. It's, yeah, it's going to burn. Yeah. <laughs> if blue wins, red state's going to burn. If red wins, blue state's going to burn. Shit's going to burn. It's like, and uh, then you're going to, you're going to wish you had that gun, you fucking pussies. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked up. Actually, you unfollowed me, and I was telling the truth. I don't know if this is inappropriate, but. I always got this on me. I Very also, inappropriate. I also asked for the wow. gayest knife. That <laughs> oh my god! This is the rainbow knife. Yeah. Oh, just, nice. Yeah. I just got a little something. Yeah. And that was the only thing. It's actually I gotta wash it because of uh, I just been open Amazon box with it. But 
It's fantastic. Yeah, it's fun, right? Because I want I want the guy I stab to be confused. <laughs> so when I stab him, I'll just be like, "What? This You're guy just stabbing him? I'm gay! I'm gay! <laughs> I'm gay!" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Why does he? Why is he so proud of it? It's got a dragon on it." Yeah. So this is, and then you know, just like I just sit there practicing. It's fun. I just look in the mirror and I'm like, "Fucking try it, motherfucker!" Yeah. Haven't you seen um, Taxi? Yeah, taxi. taxi you talking driver. to me? Taxi driver. Yeah, yeah. that's where. That's uh, that's how we all should be. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. If you're that guy, get go help. to the loony bin. Yeah. Get some help. Do not get weapons. Although, didn't he kill some really bad people in that movie? I believe. I haven't seen it. What? It's a good one. I believe he killed really like an abusive pimp. <laughs> I haven't seen the whole thing. Uh well the ending is what it's all about definitely was that Scorsese's first? I don't even know I think Mean Streets was his first oh. with Harvey Keitel and yeah, yeah. De Niro. Anyways, yeah. uh, Scorsese talks about Mean Streets. He's like, that's how it was back then. That's a, that's both those movies are anxiety. I'm just like, yeah, like stop, go get help, go to the ocean. Touch a crystal, man. Do something. What are you doing? Get a pet turtle. Just go nuts. He takes. He he goes after this uh, girl. I believe it's Sybil Shepherd. And oh yeah, he's like obsessed with her or something, right? He's obsessed with her. Then he actually charms his way into a date, and he takes her to a motherfucking porn theater. Oh yeah. And she's like, "Don't ever call me again." He's like, "What? What did I do?" <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, <laughs> shoot your shot, bro." <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes nuts and he falls in love with the prostitute that is being abused and beaten by her pimp and uh, held prisoner and then he goes on a crazy murder spree and kills the pimp and all his uh, okay uh thugs also spoiler alert guys if you haven't oh seen yeah it. <laughs> uh maybe do a little banner spoiler alert yeah I mean, it's but uh, if you haven't seen 1974, you've had 50 years, assholes, <laughs> dude. It's so weird that the passage of time when I think of 30 years ago, I think of 1970, and then I realize I'm getting old because it's I know 30 years ago, I, had to, fucking, I almost said 30 years ago, yeah. and I went and quick, I was like, add 20, yeah, it's 2020, it's so crazy, man. Nothing got better. <laughs> No, no. Everything is the same. Cars still have shitty same gas mileage. Yeah. The planet's heating up. Fires are started by the planet and persons. NBA Jam. Planet's heating up. Yeah, you can't even <laughs> win. Like, the too far red, you're crazy. Too far blue, you're crazy. Yeah. Can't we, Rodney King? Can't we all just get along? That'd be so. How about uh, you do what you do and I do what I do, and everybody leaves us alone, and yeah. everyone just chills. Yeah, that'd be great. As long as there's no harm involved. This coming from the pro knife Karen gun guy. Yeah. Just don't hurt nobody. Unless they try to hurt you, and that's why you have a gun and a knife. Yeah. Self-defense. Yeah. Or if you just really, really, really want to shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, drive-bys. Have you seen the movies? Yeah. <laughs> Look pretty exciting. It's really fun. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how much faith I have for the next generation. Speaking of being an old guy, sounding like a grandpa. And I know, like, you probably have a lot of uh, Gen X fans in that age range. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just worried. The old fucks suck. The young fucks suck. We're cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Everybody uh, sucks right now. We just need to just, I don't know. We need a goddamn 
revolution in every fucking category known to man of uh, uh, spiritual, yeah, uh, fucking mental. That's what they're trying physical, to do, but they just everybody's too food, like vapid and disingenuous. Like these people that are going on the ayahuasca trips and stuff like that, people aren't doing it right, aren't setting their intention. Also, too, those people like have the like most motherfuckers are poor. Like, fly mm. yourself to Peru, hire a shaman, only <laughs> set you back twelve grand. Like, full. That's my life savings, and I'm thirty six. Like, I can't do that. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, so trip on mushrooms instead. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about microdosing. You oh said yeah. You tried that. So he's. Uh, that's what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. He's uh, fourteen months sober. Yep which is phenomenal. The first year is the hardest Mm -hmm. and it takes a long time to get your happy juices flowing. So people give up, you know, they have Mm -hmm. one, two, three months sober and they're like, why isn't it working? Because you were on dope for 20 years right? or whatever. (laughs) Your brain's different now. Your brain has to recalibrate. And if the harder the drug you're on and the longer you're on it, the longer it takes to recalibrate, but it does recalibrate. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've looked into microdosing. I don't do it because I'm scared and I and all that shit. But all my buddies that have done it, they speak they speak fucking crazy good things about yeah. it. They said it helps with depression. It helps with anxiety. It helps. Uh, keep in mind, microdosing is like what is it? Point three. So it's like one thirtieth of what you would take to trip. Yeah. So uh, to the junkies out there eating a quarter mushrooms, <laughs> calling it microdosing. That You're is not, yeah, not. That's not microdosing. What microdosing is. So yeah. that's, uh, you know, I want like anything. You know, like I just don't want someone who's two weeks sober to be like, he said microdosing is okay, right, and yeah, just no. eats an ounce. And I'm like, that's not. But know. even even t- <laughs> even two months in, you shouldn't be microdosing because just like you said, what I noticed is. The first 90 days or like right around 90 days, things started to get better. But that first three months, you like with alcohol and weed and everything else, you're training your brain and like you're changing how your serotonin, your norepinephrine, all of that stuff interacts. So then all of a sudden I remember I was probably like 40 days sober or something like that. And I came out of my apartment and like I saw the sun and I started to cry my eyes out. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Your emotions come back. Like I was like, oh, I haven't felt joy in 15 years. You know what I mean? Like I could not believe how much I was crying the first 60 days. (laughs) It's like, why am I crying in my car? I'm just going home from work. (laughs) Yeah. Just bawling, dude. The emotion. The fucking it all comes gates, up, man, dude. and you're just like, and that's why people, you know, that's why you drink because you want to silence all of that down. stuff. You bottled like, it all down. You, you feel stuff. Also, all of it, the good and the yeah. bad. I hate my. Yeah. <laughs> you have to stop lying to yourself, though. That's the that's the good thing when I, the emotions come back. Yeah, but Mo- that's another good thing about mushrooms is like I always say, if you've ever had a massage, you're like getting all of the crystallized lactic acid out of your muscles and all of those knots and breaking that apart and loosening up. Loosey yeah, goosey, bro. Yeah, that's loosey goosey, bro. That's why cupping is so popular. Mm-hmm. And I tried it and it's like 10 massages. You know what cupping is? It's like yeah. a suction cup that goes on your muscles that basically just kind of like you, you you flick the bed spread it and it just like realigns it, it gets the wrinkles out. That's yeah. what it does. It gets all that lactic acid. Oh, I need to put that knots, on Knots, stress, yeah. cancer, fucking just the Lots pent stuff. up rage in your back or wherever the fuck you're carrying it yeah i remember i got a massage and i was fucking this lady did more than to me (laughs) than 
Then like two years of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, it's okay. What are you holding on to? Because I was and you were like, <laughs> and she's like, Your parents get divorced. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no. And you know, just like, she's fucking making me cry through muscle shit and mm-hmm. also like coaching me because she was like, dude, you're what? You're too young for your back to be this fucked up. You're yeah. holding on to shit. These are emotions. And she's just fucking elbowing me. And I'm just going, <laughs> best massage I've ever had in my life. Sweet Jesus Christ. She's like, I know I'm not qualified for this, but we're going to talk <laughs> about your so mental state. It was so funny. And I was just like, oh, my God. Will you marry me? She's like, I'm 50 and a lesbian. So, no. And you're like, so what's the problem? So, what's the problem? <laughs> Let's do this. I'm gay, too. Yeah. <laughs> Call back. Got a little dark there. Got a little dark. Uh, but, yeah, man. So, mushrooms are basically that for your mind. It's like if you want to, like, let go of stuff. And I always, like, even when I was, I, I coached a couple people through it. And what I was saying is, like, this isn't, like, a fun, like, we're going to trip. There's there's definitely times to do that but if you're serious about microdosing or even having an actual trip the point is okay i want to figure out what i'm blocking or what i'm holding in and that stuff's going to come up and you just have to go with it and it's not always good no you know what i mean sometimes you have bad yeah sometimes (laughs) you be honest yeah nine out of ten times it's uh, especially if you're you're not in a good place and you're doing it yeah so uh, but no microdosing was great you get it all out i'm actually a hypocrite because well i don't know if i'm hypocrite but i I really was against taking any psychoactive uh, drugs because I just didn't like all the side effects or whatever. And then microdosing just wasn't doing it anymore. So I feel amazing. I'm on the Zoloft now and it's working out. Really? Yeah, it's working really well. Yeah, I'm against that shit. I know too many motherfuckers on head meds and they've done placebo studies. Mm -hmm. I absolutely that some people need head meds. I'm not saying that. But I feel like the number of persons that take it as opposed to the number of people that need it yeah is very oh it's over prescribed for sure very different yeah because uh although i hear great things about zoloff i have a lot of friends on that shit Mm -hmm. but i know like buddies that were on like the stronger stuff like lithium and prozac and stuff and that that when they try to get off they like flip out it ain't good yeah it ain't good they start harming themselves and Mm -hmm. i'm like "Ah, maybe we should go back on that you know yeah <laughs> yeah that's the thing is like cuts on your arms there but uh you know uh, <laughs> you have to take it forever you know like yeah that was one of the things i worried about but like you know i white knuckled it for 15 years man i was just like just struggling with this thing and i'm like well what you know but if do, it works it works yeah I'm, and do like, i just I don't deal wanna, with the side effects or you know what i mean like so luckily i haven't really had any side effects i lost a little bit of weight and it's been a little like i said i had to um you know what i'm getting on <laughs> <laughs> i took uh i, I took um trazodone last night which is something a lot of times they prescribe with the um the zoloft so to help you sleep or whatever but no it's been good and like especially like being sober and like trying to do it the right way as opposed to when i was like when they first put me on antidepressants and i was just like oh they're not working but i was also like drinking 240s and doing an eight ball coke and it's like (laughs) well that's i wonder why yeah yeah so you know, to each their own, whatever works for you. I'm against the pills because I was addicted to pills. Right. And I'm a hippie and I like the natural shit. Me and too. I, I've heard amazing success stories and I've also heard fucking horror stories. Yeah. And I've known people that have tripped on mushrooms and it got rid of their depression. Mm-hmm. And I've known people that have microdose and it helps with their depression. 
I also know someone that uh, did psycho-assisted MDMA therapy with a therapist. I believe I briefly talked about this before, but she said it was like five years of therapy in an hour. Yeah. And uh, keep in mind, for so freshly sober people, I probably don't recommend this. And it's psycho. It's with a licensed therapist mm-hmm. administering it. You're in the their care. You know, it's safe shit. It's like shaman, but Western style. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing that with psilocybin now too. Yeah, and that stuff I love because I do not recommend to anyone freshly sober. And also too, if you can't get off heroin, then maybe you should like. <laughs> Why not? At that point, you're right. fucking <laughs> slamming junk. Maybe you should just go trip with a fucking therapist for a couple yeah. weeks, you know. And I've heard, I've watched uh, the one episode of Vice I watched, and I I was about like people going to other countries to take this drug. Was it kratom to get off heroin? I don't even remember. Oh, kratom. I I I I've, have I've, you tried it? No, I haven't. Uh, I am, and I have, as you know, my references. Do your own research. But there yeah. was one episode of Vice, and it was about heroin addicts going somewhere to take this certain thing that's illegal in the states because they can't kick heroin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't remember what it was, but I remember going, "Jesus Christ, why is that illegal?" Anyways, yeah, it's medical it's, it, industry. It's they cra- have your best interests at heart. <laughs> it's kratom. It um, it actually is related. It was it's, right. It's related to the coffee plant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and. uh so Anyways. what it does is there's two, so there's like, it's hard to explain, but there's there's like potency, like there's opiates and stuff like that. There's potency and there's availability. So what happens is opium or heroin has really high potency and really high availability. And the availability is how well it attaches to your neurons. What Kratom does is it has um, like a lower um, potency, but has a really high availability yeah (laughs) so it ends up binding to those receptors and blocking that craving for heroin it's also blocks uh cravings for or uh blocks pain and stuff like that what are you fucking scientists over here bro (laughs) Uh, the neurons and the atoms uh, well i did i did a vibrational wavelength energy and uh, the table is no different than you and i (laughs) (laughs) einstein said it in the theory of I it's get, all like, true, man. Yeah, We're no, all... I kind of like nerd out about some stuff, but like, I love it though. Yeah. I love it because yeah, I'm literally like, ah, an episode of Ice, it's something <laughs> about something. Uh, yeah, watch it. You know, people are probably like, what is he talking about? If but you, yeah. if it doesn't pick up what we said, when I said, excuse me, there's a wood chipper outside, yeah. and he literally <laughs> threw a fucking log in it. We are. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, note to self: no recording on uh, Wednesdays. Sorry, Tuesday. Guys. Is today Tuesday? Tuesdays? No, Wednesday. What's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, I'm shit. all messed up. I gotta up. text family. I can't make it a family dinner. Too much going on. Wednesday family dinner. Wow, that's. What are they doing? <laughs> it's a tree trimming day. I it's think. It's tree trimming day. What a great day to record a. <laughs> hey, want to come over and listen to some tree trimming? <laughs> Sorry, oh, I just yeah. gotta do. Can't make it tonight. That's all right. I'm sure everybody's enthralled with my Bill Nye the Science Guy talk. Dude, it's fantastic. I am. I love this shit. And you know, to the junkies out there, yeah, you, you know, take it with a grain of salt, man. I don't know where mm-hmm. you're at with your head and your life, and if your life is so bad to where the, you know, these people were just like, I can't kick it. Mm-hmm. I gotta try anything, and for a lot of them, the shit worked. So who am I to tell you what to do? They're it, doing it with uh, ketamine best. as well. 
that shit scares me. Cause it scares me too, but that me. that's the same thing. It's that's a good time. <laughs> no, but you know, like fucking. That's for um, treatment resistant depression. So that's like you've tried all of the pills, you tried all the natural stuff, okay. and, and you're still depressed, and they have to rewire your brain. And one of the reasons why I finally gave in to the Zoloft is the microdosing was amazing. It really helped. It put me in a good place. But one, you know, it sucks, but it's illegal. So finding it, administering it, doing all of that stuff, sourcing it is hard to do. I thought like I follow Map News as they got good mm-hmm. stuff about this information. I thought they're making it legal in like certain counties and states. Yeah, but like it's still hard to find and I get you mushrooms tomorrow. No, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but the other reason the other reason why I did it's it mushroom was, in twelve minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to uh, like I finally got back when I got sober, I finally got back into therapy and uh, you know, they were just saying that like if you're depressed for a certain amount of time for so long, you like your brain's different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, you really need to snap it back and like get, get leveled out. You need to roto rooter your fucking dick hole. <laughs> That's <laughs> of, my of uh, analogy for everything. <laughs> yeah. But you do, you got it back to the cupping or fucking shaking out yeah. the blanket because dude, it's, it's also like that links up with self-sabotage when you're used to this style of life mm-hmm. of no kitchen and a 15 year old Camry and everyone thinks you're a loser. <laughs> when you start to get out of that, yeah, you get uncomfortable. You're just like, no, but I'm used to this, and you self sabotage and you go back, and it, and I imagine it's the same in your fucking brain because mm-hmm. it's it, it's just it's you're not used to it, you know what I mean? And you're just like, I don't know joy. Yeah, that's the hardest I thing. I don't know about this. You mean I can be happy, and my family wants to see me? <laughs> <laughs> well, people feel guilty and they hate themselves, and you feel like you don't deserve happiness. So then, when good things start to happen, you just feel like you go, "I'm not ah! used to this." Yeah, yeah. fucking self sabotage is a motherfucker. I've done yeah. it my whole life, bro. And I see it in other people too, and I'm just like, "Fool, I'm trying to bring you business." Yeah. <laughs> answer me <laughs> you know like it's crazy don't sleep in all day it's crazy yeah i know a homie that just did it i won't name names but a producer hit him up for some help and he didn't get back to her and it's and it's the only show in town it's like what are you t- what are you too what are you, busy what are you for? fucking hiking dude <laughs> you're a comic what else is there to do <laughs> right service now? on the hill yeah and yeah. i'm just like and then the the they're not a part of the shows, and they're pretty epic. We had Eliza Schlesinger, Jim Jeffries, Bill Burke, Jeez. Neil Brennan. You know, it's just... well, you know, I always answer my phone, bro. <laughs> it ain't up to me. <laughs> I ain't the producer. I'll Whoever's recommend... watching, I answer my phone. I don't care what it's for. Cheese commercial. I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll recommend any com a good comic, and and I'll recommend you all day. But you, it's like you know how it is. It's oh like, yeah, it's impossible. People are like, how did you get in? I'm like, I've known her eight years, man. Like it didn't. I didn't just stumble onto the show. You know, it's just. As Too Short said on his great album, you got to get in where you fit in. And Santino uh, just said that to me the other day. Did he? We were talking about all this stuff. He he didn't do the exact quote, but he was like, "You need to get in where you fit in." Yeah, and I was just like, "All right." He's like, "Find your lane, find your thing." So yeah, double down, triple down, hit it hard. But everybody's fucking. I mean, it's a good time to figure out what makes you happy and what you're passionate about, and also the things that are important. Because a lot of the things that I thought were important really don't matter that much. You know, like yeah. all of, all of the things that people obsess over, like you this know, like pandemic really put everyone in perspective. Yeah, for sure. So many people are just leaving and just like, you know, which is awesome and sad at the same time. They're like, I'm just gonna go be with my family. Yeah, 
I'm like, what the Hollywood sign, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck your mom. No. You actually, uh, you have family here, though. Yeah, I'm born and raised, and I yeah. swear to God, if I wasn't, I would have gone home already. It's yeah. just like you came here for the industry, and the industry is shut down. What's the point? Right, yeah. What uh, do you think about when do you think things will, like, open back up? In the beginning, I I have already said this, but I thought it was two weeks. Yeah, I thought I so, thought too, it was. Yeah. Now, I'm just like what's the point like maybe i'll go buy a house in arizona because they're 12 bucks yeah <laughs> do you know seriously you, could... you can buy 12 acres or um yeah 12 acres in western mass for 20 grand are you serious yeah i was looking at it because i might buy some property it's so nuts hey guys land is cheap and it's beautiful like these be like you're next to rivers and lakes and all this stuff it's just that you don't have a starbucks and nobody wants to watch your instagram feed but who gives yeah. a fuck you know <laughs> you mean they don't like watching weeds grow actually there's some people who I do, who do I like do. the homestead thing where like they they do youtube videos about them living off the grid those get a lot of views yeah those guys that made that mud house with the swimming pool got like 50 million views. That was the most That's fascinating what shit I've ever seen in my life. Dude, 3 o'clock in the morning when I can't sleep, I'm always watching Indian people build structures underground. It's amazing. It's so awesome. If you it's haven't amazing. seen those videos, yeah, they're Holy so cool. Holy shit. We'll provide a link. You're yeah. welcome. It's, you're they're just just like, they're using sticks too. It's like they're just scooping Their hands? Shit. Yeah. Everything. It's unbelievable. Artists, really. Crazy. But. And then... uh. It just makes you, uh, well, because I did a gig in Arizona, and I was like, what would the rent for this condo be? And a comic was like, like, 800 and it was two-bedroom, two-bath, living room, dining room, pool, jacuzzi, gym, spa, banquet hall, <laughs> amenities. And I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> We're paying two grand for a studio. Two car parking. Two. <laughs> what are we doing, guys? Yeah. You know why it's cheap? Because it's 118 degrees, and you get blisters on your hand from your steering wheel. <laughs> the glove box really holds gloves in Arizona. You need gloves. <laughs> the one time that is used for its true purpose. It is hot. Man. It's it's gorgeous. They got dry. real clouds over there. I forgot what real clouds look like. What's going on, government? Where'd the clouds <laughs> go in Los Angeles? <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, oh shit, they're all puffy and pretty. We don't get we got smog. We got smog. Yeah. We got smog. You like a brown shit haze? Mm. An expensive rent with no parking and I tickets said, all the time. I said Los the other Angeles. Day, um I was talking to my friends and I, I, I said the other day, I was like, I always thought I had seasonal depression because I grew up in Boston. And then I moved to L.A. and I was like, oh, no, this is just regular <laughs> depression. No, just good old year-round depression. Yeah. <laughs> Thought it was the snow. Yeah. No, it turns out 72 degrees in a hoodie, still depressed. Still depressed. Yeah. Still depressed. And it makes you feel even more guilty because it's beautiful out and people are out like living their lives and doing things. And I'm just inside like, I'm sad. Yeah. But I'm sad. But things are good, man. Things are going good now. So what are you going to do? Are they? <laughs> as good as they can <laughs> thriving during the pandemic and i still question everything yeah right that's tough what are you gonna do uh brian simpson very funny great comedian said uh when people ask me how am i doing i say i'm pandemic good <laughs> and i was like touche my man and then, then Nicole Amy Schreiber texts me. She's like, how are you holding up? And I was like, as the great Brian Simpson would say, I'm pandemic, pandemic good. good. And she laughed. She goes, same. We're good, but yeah, we're, we're it's good. a different It's a different good. It's a weird good. 
I'm just hoping, I don't know. I'm not even sure what I'm hoping for anymore. Like this, I know. somebody gets elected and then all of a sudden the thing magically goes away. And I'm just hoping my zucchinis come in big. <laughs> I'm growing zucchinis. Oh yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird thing to lie about. <laughs> that's the oddest lie I've ever. But you my cherry cl- tomatoes. <laughs> you came clean so quick. <laughs> no. Did I know? I'm sorry. I, I put eggshells in the soil. <laughs> Did you know you could use mosquito bites to get rid of fungus and gnats? <laughs> put it in the soil. Mosquito bites? What are you talking I about? I don't know. <laughs> That's such a good old man voice. But back in my day, mosquito bites were what we called the ladies' tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I just got canceled there. Um, no, no, you can still I was say it. Ri- it was a riff. It was an old man riff. You can still say uh, tits, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah. Let me know, because if it's not. <laughs> I always I loved itty bitty titties. Do you want to chap up? Yeah, I'm chapping up. I am too, then. By the way, any anything where there's an insecurity f- for, there's a, also a fetish for that. What do you mean? Just mean I was saying I said mosquito bites. I was like, oh no, I probably oh yeah 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 small tits get sad. Uh, really? Because I haven't found the fetish yet where chicks are just like, fuck, I want to just fuck this guy who's so much shorter than me. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's also that. <laughs> haven't it's, haven't found it yet, but still looking for it, ladies. I'm sure there is. <laughs> 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 Except for that one. Good luck, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> this is very, this is not, what? I just need a girl who has like a Lord of the Rings fetish. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Just like once loves hobbits or whatever. That'd be fine. Uh, you haven't found it yet, though. No, what's what's crazy is uh, I seem to get uh, laid a lot. And then as soon as I'm like, I like you, they're like... Tsh- Mm. Out of here, you know. But that's Maybe good. Like, put, I... put some heels on. <laughs> <laughs> Where's some high heels? They'll hop you out. I think so. Yeah. I said hop you out. Hop you out. Justin, hop. <laughs> it's off. It's off. I don't know. I don't know anymore. No, but I I'm actually sorry. like. It was good while I was getting sober because I didn't date or anything, and I just uh, focused on me. And now, um, you know. Things are good, and I don't know how you date during a pandemic. Just Zoom sex or whatever. But. Uh, long walks from uh, across the street. <laughs> and just wave at each other. Nice heels! <laughs> Dude, my mom, uh, my grandmother's 98, <laughs> and she got COVID, and she survived it. So I have no idea what's going on. Like, some people get it, die immediately. Some people get it, and it causes heart disease. Other people get it, and they're fine. So I really have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't the CDC say like 6% has solely died of uh Yeah, COVID? but they, they pushed that through while Fauci was in a coma. Not a coma, God, sorry. No, he was in surgery and he was like under in anesthesia and the, they pushed that through. So I, I think it's actually a thing to make the numbers seem better. They're like, oh, don't get tested if you don't have symptoms. But I think it's some weird political thing. So... Uh, Everyone's again, that lying one, to you. Uh, <laughs> that one, no uh, one is telling the truth. The meme, remember the meme of the Ozark meme, the CDC and the WHO World Health Organization and the government. I don't know shit about fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing they're running the show. Yeah, who fucking knows? I'm glad I'm not in charge. So when like sometimes I make statements and people are like you're just a fucking comedian, you don't know anything about politics. I know. 
I'm glad I'm not in charge. But but you do know that your nana survived. My nana survived, and, and I also know that like you know thumbs up the people that two are in charge. Two mosquito bites. For nana. I put mosquito bites ah, in, the, in the soil. My mosquito bites are wrinkled. <laughs> <laughs> I put coconut shea butter on them, but it's too late. <laughs> 90s, am I right, guys? My mosquito bites are at my knees. <laughs> my, my nana had nice tits. It's crazy. Yeah? <laughs> Seen them. <laughs> I was like, You're like, damn. Why are they so big? You're 85 pounds. She used to brag about how she weighed as much as her age. And then there was a point in her life where her age outweighed her weight. And we're just like, but she ate, and she, but she would like, oh, I put on two pounds. And you're like, <laughs> you're 92, but them tits, though. <laughs> no, it's getting weird again. Anyways, I asked my sister. She had nice tits. You're just like, why? Why would I ask your sister? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want you to say it. Last thing I want to do is call her up and be like, hey, was this true? I need to know about your grandma's tits. It's true. Yeah. Oh, man, new chairs, new mics, new me. This is good. Cool. I always, uh, I always sit like this in the chairs because... Nobody wants to see my legs swinging like a little kid. <laughs> they don't reach the floor? Not if I sit back. <laughs> oh, no wonder you're sitting like that. All right, ready? Let's try it. No, I can't, it's all right. I'm I can't, sorry. Was, I can't believe how open I'm being He just relapses right after this. <laughs> That's some long legs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you man, there's I, a fetish for that. Dude, I've come to terms with it. I'm, I am I put the lit in little. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm tiny. I'm a tiny 10. Yeah. Tiny ten, man. <laughs> there you go, ladies. Tiny ten inch dick. Hit me, yeah. Hit me up. <laughs> Tiny <laughs> ten centimeters. It's dick. ten inches, but it's very thin. <laughs> it's like a pencil. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's linguini. It's not yeah. skinny. It's like shooting pool with a rope. Yeah, I don't know, but it's fine. Anyway, so uh, so uh, how about them Dodgers? Huh? What's, the, uh, <laughs> what's this plastic knife on the ground? That's a selenite knife, and actually, I whipped it out during the Trevor Wallace episode and lost some fans again. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, When the movers brought the chairs in, they're like, we'll put the couch on the curb. And I was like, cool. I forgot about that, and they picked it up, and it fell out, and they're just like, Jesus. I was like, it's a crystal knife. It's round. like." Well, yeah, it's weird. It is weird. A fan sent me that. Oh, wow. Yeah. uh, Fans only send me... um what is it called? Uh, High heels? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did it to myself. I never should have brought it up. Um, uh, restraining orders is what I was going to say. But yeah. Nice. Yeah, high nice. heels. No, it's... Should it's, I get those things that you always see commercials for on Instagram? Or maybe they only send them to me. It's <laughs> like shoe inserts. I saw one. I've never seen a shoe <laughs> insert in my life. <laughs> they're only sending them to me. That's what is so my search? What is my search history that they're sending them to me? Mine sending me gun boxes and uh, like the some sort of you know how there's like the threaded beast. You subscribe and you get yeah, clothes. Yeah. My one's like everyday carry. It's like weapons, mm. and I want to sign up so bad. <laughs> they know who they're bastards. Every single person that I've known that have bought something through Instagram has been disappointed. It has been junk, and it took like three months to get to them. Yeah. Also, when they like the companies want to work with you, they're like, "We'll send you free stuff. Just take pictures or whatever." You get like the brand endorsements. Those people are relentless. I did a couple, and I'm like, I just regret it because. 
they're like, we'll send you free stuff. And then they like, basically you just get thousands of emails after that. And you're like, all right. Yeah. I've been lucky. I have gotten those, but I've never partaked. But like uh fucking Munchbox was like, hey, we'll send you free shit. When they just lead off with that, yeah. those are the good ones. It's the long messages like, yeah. we'll send you free shit, but you got to do this, 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 yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. this, and this. I'm like, ah, fuck the fuck out of here. So Munchbox sent me, the, it's it's a subscription, and you get, see, it's free ad right here. They are not paying me for this. They gave me one box of snacks, and that's all it took. <laughs> <laughs> it's snacks from around the world. So you're getting, like, Germany giant Skittles and, and uh, a soda from Taiwan. It's the best huh. grape fucking. It's like Fanta, but it's Taiwan Fanta. It's yeah. different. It's so good. And then they gave me, like, pretzels from North Dakota. Best pretzels I've ever had in my fucking life. And it's not even that expensive. It's like thirteen bucks a month for five snacks. Mm-hmm. They almost got me. I was like, it's just think about all the things that you it's uh... giant Skittles. Just this big. It's weird. <laughs> I haven't had giant Skittles. And they kept lime. They didn't switch it to apple like over here in the states. Get the fuck out of here, Skittles! I Fucking want lime apple. back. Yeah. Um, think of all the things that you subscribe to, though. Like that's the problem. Is you're like, oh, this is only seven bucks. This is only thirteen bucks or whatever. And then you look, you look at your subscriptions. You're like, like I spent fourteen hundred dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the fuck? Snacks and knives. <laughs> it's a lot it's of more stuff. than my rent. <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah, so you got to manage your uh, expenses yeah. there. Get your shit together. I think maybe that's the the um message of this podcast whether you're on drugs or you need high heels <laughs> just get your shit get together. your shit together man um, you know yeah i tell all the stoners because they tune in because they think i'm a stoner which i am yeah which sounds weird i you're do not stoner smoke. at heart i'm a sto- i smoke weed from 12 years old to 29 it is up in me bro just like the gang then you retired yeah but i retired uh, the weed I may go back to, I just want to not. I want to achieve stuff in life first. Yeah. Uh, so, but all the stoners are like, you don't even smoke? I'm like, dude, 17 years isn't enough, bro. For you, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm hard hitting it. Not fucking stoner. Yeah. Pineapple Express stoner, bro. And uh, it's just so funny. I I still love the smell of it, love the sight of it, love all things about the culture. Yeah. The only thing I don't love is the stoners that that can't imagine a world without weed. It's okay, guys. Yeah. It's okay. And then some <laughs> people they hit that wall with it where all of a sudden they start getting anxious and less productive. And mm-hmm. your body does fucking change, man. It happened to my sister. She was a stoner forever, then all of a sudden she'd smoke and end up in the bathroom for six hours questioning her existence. Yeah, that's like, what that's happened what, to me. That's when it's time to quit. <laughs> yeah. That's God telling you, okay, you had a decade. Yeah. You know? And I and like I ar- sit there. I don't even argue with them. They argue with me. They're like, what if I just do this? I'm like, bro, do whatever the fuck you want, right, man. Yeah. I'm like, I always just say, like, just try one year without it and see where you're and they're like, a year? I'm like, we live to be like 70, 80, 90 now. What's one year? Hmm. What's one year with no Mary Jane if you've been smoking for 15, 20 years? And what does that say and, if you can't take I know, and they get mad off. at me. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, don't then. Yeah. You're asking me. <laughs> and then mad at me for my response. It's like, you They need your approval. Me. They're like, yeah. I never went, hey, random fan one, two, three. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you should quit smoking for one. I never let off with that. Yeah, I don't randomly go quit smoking weed for one year. If you're coming me, also if you're coming me to me with questions like that, odds are you probably should quit for a little while and see what. Right, happens. if you're wondering, Cause yeah, because I get that too. People will message me about 
sobriety or whatever and then they immediately start like justifying why they do it it's like i didn't come at you you yeah you asked me if you're thinking about it you probably should do it and that's all i thought about it for a fucking decade before it finally happened maybe you do it for 30 days and you realize you don't miss it or maybe you do it for 30 days and you realize you need it and you have a bigger problem whatever it is here's what happens if you give it long enough if you Mm -hmm. give sobriety long enough because there's people that try 30 days ah if well, you, yeah, they if, go right back. To yeah, it. and it's like, ah, I didn't change that much. It's 30 days, dude. No. If you give it like a year or two, mm. you go, holy shit, my life is 50 million times better. Yeah. That's what's going to happen 99% of the time. And honestly- Unless you're just happy heroin Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and just killing it on heroin. If, even if you don't change anything else, like that was that was the cool part for me is that like that's a win, you know. So like even if other shit was going bad, like when you first get sober, it's gonna be tough because you realize you weren't addressing any of the any of the actual problems in your life. Yeah, it takes it takes a fucking. So then while, all of a sudden you're not drink now you're sober and you're like oh now I have all these problems because when I was getting drunk I wasn't addressing all this stuff. So it takes time and you're overcoming all these hurdles or whatever plus the emotional thing, but. You take care of business. Yeah, if you you do, like, if you just stay sober (laughs) and you're like, this is the only thing that I need to do right now, like, I would have bad days and then be like, oh, well, you know, I'm seven months sober. Like, that's an achievement for the year. You know, like, I'm I'm productively, I'm doing something even though, like, we're not not doing stand-up or something right now, so I don't know. It's also weird how just not doing something can make you feel so accomplished and so proud. Yeah. Like not by you're you're not doing something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't like fuck up today. Yeah. I didn't drink a bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. I'm a hero, and it's true. Yeah. It's a weird. It's so yeah. weird. That's cool too. I don't know. I said I would do it for a year, and then my plan was to actually go back because I always wanted to have like a healthy relationship. With I mean, that's like the goal. That's right? everybody's plan. But then I but I didn't because I was like, I don't. It's a wet and slippery slope, yeah. as they and say. And I honestly don't miss it. And like, I go out with people now. Like, everybody in Boston is an alcoholic, so we go out, you know, and they're binge drinking or whatever, and they're hanging on me and like, you know, like hiccuping and stuff or whatever. And I realize, like, and they're talking about all the things that we're gonna do, and I was like, this is the same shit that we were talking about years ago. Yeah, you just never do it. Yeah, they're like, oh, remember, you know, we're gonna film this, we're gonna write these sketches and stuff. Do something. Do it. It's but they like, never did anything and that's what i realized i was like oh man we're just going in like the same circle over and over again so i don't know i guess what i'm saying is i'm an inspiration and <laughs> <laughs> i guess you, if i have to sum you it up. are though man yeah. like uh i'll never forget like a couple co-workers at trader joe's and they were you know uh on some shit and they got sober and i was like what you mean tweaker tony sober you know like <laughs> Cokehead Cindy sober now. It's just like, <laughs> and then they inspired me. I was like, well, if they could do it, I could do it. Yeah, for sure. And then I, I said this before. If I could do it, you could do it. If he could do it, you could do it. None of us thought we could do this shit. Right. You think I thought I could be sober? I thought I'd be fucking dead, bro. That's that sad, real reality. I was like, I'll probably die young or go to jail. Mm-hmm. That's but not then you live. goals, everybody. <laughs> but then you live and you realize this is sad. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is sad. I'm 36 years old. You guys don't always look up to Jimi Hendrix and Kurt Cobain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and Tupac. Yeah, everyone they're thinks they're going to get famous and burn out, but the the problem is you don't get famous and then you don't burn out and now you're just an old loser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth. I was like, "Fuck, I'm just an old loser. Nothing happened." I just wanted to go up yeah yeah you want to go out in like a blaze of glory and then you realize like oh shit i didn't become a millionaire by the time i was 30 
and you know I am uh, sleeping in a bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah, so this is not. I fell asleep at the club again. <laughs> That's some bad coke. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite uh, yeah, of what you want to happen. It's crazy, but yeah, shit, no, man. good things just start happening, and uh, it. The, that's the other weird thing too is that like you can't, you can't tell anybody. You like you can't like force anyone. Everybody, no. everybody has to come to it in their own time. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I know that's a saying. I think I did that one right. Mm-hmm. My mom would yell at me to get sober for years, and I, I even knew it before I knew it. I was like, "Ain't no one gonna get me sober but me." Uh, and then it's true. I mm-hmm. could sit here and tell you all the shit. That's why I hate preaching motherfuckers. Because mm-hmm. it's like, dude, uh, you could tell a motherfucker whatever you want. Right. You're going to lose your kids. You're going to lose your wife. You're going to lose your home. You're going to lose this. You're going to lose that. And none, he, he decides. Mm-hmm. It's on him. It's on you. It's on her. It's on whoever the fuck you are. It's up to you. Ain't That's no actually one. why I'm not in the program anymore. Like I, I, I went to meetings for a little bit, and then I stopped going. And it's like a real... That's my problem with like clubs and stuff. Honestly, if you're thinking about doing it, you should go to meetings. You should go to the pro. I'm the same, man. I went. Yeah. I went to the program. I'm getting better. You're not supposed to label it. I went to a 12 step program. Mm-hmm. I hit it hard. It saved my life. It got me sober. But then I realized, like, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, know who you are though, because some people they need it and it saves their lives, mm-hmm. and that's fine. You drink that Kool Aid. It's good Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. It's not meth. <laughs> yeah. And you clean your shit up. But it's also not for everyone, and there's different stuff out there for whoever, whatever. There's everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. There's endless possibilities, and there's endless meetings too. Yeah, I've already said this before, but sometimes yeah, I, probably I would just go went to, to depressing meetings, ones, and yeah. I was just like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" I didn't want to drink until I came to this meeting. Yeah, and now I really want to drink. <laughs> no, I got it. So there's bad, hey, whiskey, yeah, there's good ones and bad whiskey ones. wheat in the back. Yeah, <laughs> my name is killing it, bro. Heroin Harry, whiskey wheat, cokehead Cindy. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously fake people everybody like i wish they cindy. were real hey name blast me <laughs> no man Cokehead cindy's crying at home right now. <laughs> well this probably really is one and that's yeah. like i don't know her uh but uh yeah to each their own there's there's a meeting for you i would go to the early ones that were inspirational and mm-hmm. if i went in the afternoon it was very dark very depressing and i was like yeah. oh boy i'm out of here yeah <laughs> uh so yeah so don't go don't you know what? Don't get sober. You know what? Get yeah, fucked fuck up. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You uh, do you. Do what you got to do. I um, let's see. Mine. I was actually. I don't. I don't know if this. I think the statute of limitations are up on this. But the thing I'm about to say is a joke and never really happened. Nice. <laughs> um, I have those. I was doing uh, about a gram to a gram and a half a day. So I would I would oh, wake up, cokehead, and uh, I'd wake up and take a bump, and that was my thing. I would just like as maintenance throughout the day. I would be doing bumps during the day, and then but then I would actually party at night. So we would go to a show, I get really drunk, and then have to do coke to kind of sober myself up. And then um, and it actually doesn't sober you up. It makes you feel like you're sober, but you're still walking into. You're things. still sloppy. You're still really sloppy. Heads up, cokeheads. Yeah, <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> we can tell that you're <laughs> fucked up. Drink a bottle of whiskey. I just need an eight ball now. No one will know. Yeah, we know. Really. Um, yeah, so things were getting really bad. Your nose and, is bleeding uh, on stage, but my, we don't yeah, know. <laughs> my nose was bleeding on stage, and then like the uh, the Xanax was helping me sleep all day. So like I would like lose a day and be, wake up and be like, oh, what time is it? Time to do coke again. It's eight o'clock at night. So that was in Boston. I came out here and things actually got 
a lot better. I, I wasn't really it's too expensive to live. That's well, what yeah, well that, and I was just so excited. I was like, Oh, I'm following my dream. I'm out in LA. Like I didn't need yeah. the Coke and stuff, but I was still like, I would still have a couple beers like at the laugh factory or at the comedy store. And that's when I realized I was like, if I'm really committing to this, I should probably try my best. So then when I got the laugh factory, fresh faces, I was excited. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I, I don't want to drink tonight. I would usually drink before a show. Yeah. That's probably why the set was so bad. <laughs> it's my first night not drinking. Um, yeah, but, it happens. Yeah. So, you know. Maybe the next night. Yeah. Should quit. <laughs> I should have quit the next night. But um, but no, it was good. And then I just stuck with it after that. It was July 7th of last year. Nice, man. That's amazing. Yeah. It's uh, When you said how much blow you did, I was like, I'm so glad I was never financially stable enough to have a habit. Well, you can't. You have to sell it. And that's why I said it was a joke because yeah. I was... Yeah. Yeah. I was, Sold uh, it once and then I did it all and <laughs> had to run errands for a drug dealer for a little while because <laughs> I owed him money. Anyways, <laughs> jokes. It's just jokes, We're guys. just joking around. Just yeah. joking around. Go you can't some, prove shit is what I'm gotta saying. Just got to go meet some gangsters in a Whoa. parking lot real quick. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, I just broke my elbows. Sorry nice. <laughs> In the chair. <laughs> this was a good one, bro. We're we're gonna end it real soon, but before we yeah. end it, I I gotta get to the good stuff. Do it. I need a a good old shitting of the pants story. You shit your pants mm. at Toys R Us when you're 35, or uh, you know, yeah, uh, or, or like uh, on a date on your wedding night, you yeah. you gave your wife pink eye because you <laughs> you sprayed the pillows or you know something real something real. Yeah, I got a I got a good one for you. So yes. um I all cokeheads do, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was before drugs, this was before anything, but this is just like uh I like I just was like couldn't believe this was happening. Um my first real girlfriend uh is in ninth grade and uh I was like obsessed with her and I was so in love and um she finally like said, you know, like let's have sex and I was like, Yeah. I, yeah, I want to do that too. Yeah. You know, that's going to be great. So I haven't thought about that at all. Yeah. <laughs> every so, moment of every second of I was childhood. Like, this is amazing. And then like we had we had uh, a friend who it was like his it was like the party parents that were they're just like, "Oh, well, we're cool parents. If you're going to drink, we want you to drink here." You know what I mean? So like anything went uh at his house and he had like this finished basement downstairs and she's like, "Okay, we'll go to his house since like our parents are always around." whatever you know when they're partying upstairs or whatever we'll go downstairs so i'm so excited and i'm like <laughs> i'm like putting my dad's cologne on <laughs> i took it very seriously <laughs> you know what i mean and like made sure like Just i had old spice yeah nuts it, was, it was chaps i think <laughs> i put on chaps so i smelled like this fucking like a 70 year old but i was so excited and um it made me nervous and it made my stomach a little gurgly and uh we're driving and my friend makes me laugh and I go, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and just like a fucking super soaker. And I just go like this in the chair. He goes, did you fart? And I was like, no. <laughs> he goes, you fart, bro? And he rolls down the window. I was like, maybe I farted a little bit. <laughs> maybe it was a little fart. And he's like, dude, did you shit your pants? I was like, dude, I shit my pants. Like, On really your bad. way to lose your virginity? On my way to lose my virginity, yeah. So, <laughs> Oh, I, my God. So I was like... Uh, God hates you, yeah. bro. <laughs> no, he just didn't want it to happen. So I I was like, I can't like sit in my own shit. So I told him to pull over and like go smoke a cigarette or something. And I dropped trowel and I took my underwear off. And I was like, okay, I didn't go through my underwear. I think we're okay. But I got a shitty bum. <laughs> and like, uh, so I rolled up the thing and like, I, for some reason, didn't want to litter. 
or maybe I was just like like so fucking embarrassed. I was like trying to hide the fact that like Bro, I had my underwear. I hate litterers, <laughs> and I pick up trash. I picked up trash in front of my apartment yesterday. But you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you gotta you gotta. It's organic linen. <laughs> but hold on, organic this, this fertilizer. It gets worse. I took the shitty drawers back into the car with me. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> and I held on to them. And we're driving or whatever, and my friend's laughing at me. I'm like, bro, he's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm just going to throw them out when we get there or whatever. So I don't know why I didn't fucking leave them on the side of the road. But I, so we go back in, and I go there, and uh, she's not there yet. And I go, oh, thank God. And I come in, and I go right to the bathroom. And I had it in like a Tamula's bag. A what bag? <laughs> like a, oh, that's an East Coast shopping, like a market basket, okay. like a um, Ralph's bag. Yeah. So it's just in a plastic bag, and I go into the bathroom, and I'm panicking, and there's nothing in the basket there's no bag there's no other trash to hide it it would just be my underwear in the bag and i don't think he knows this i almost want to like message him on facebook and be like bro um i wrapped it up in his mom's monogrammed hand towel. <laughs> 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 oh my god and i fucking um they they had like trash in the like where people kept their barrels in their garage or whatever and i stuffed it down in the garage and uh, why did you have to take the towel <laughs> i out don't too? dude i wasn't thinking straight i thought i was gonna get laid i shit my pants like i didn't know what was going on and um it didn't end up happening that night thank god because i would have been a wreck but um uh they didn't the girls didn't end up coming over and i ended up just partying with the guys but yeah i had no underwear on and just my jeans and i just ended up partying Oh man, that's a great one, bro. <laughs> that's a great one, dude. So if I hope everybody hung in through the podcast, because you definitely needed to hear yeah, that. Yeah, you story. need to hear that. Oh, fantastic poop story. <laughs> God, we're so dumb. I remember my buddy Dane <laughs> shit his pants. I don't know if you want his whole name out there. But yeah, what's a... his middle name? <laughs> Where does Arthur, he live? Dane Arthur. Okay. Might be Arthur Dane. Uh, but he has a jujitsu studio in Torrance now. He's doing good things, big things. But he shit his underwear and threw them out the window at his grandma's house and forgot about them. And they were just lying. And up later, there. we were like, you know, later, like month. I don't even know how later. <laughs> but we saw him and found him. And there was like maggots and worms calling through oh, him. He's like, oh, shit, colony. I forgot about that. <laughs> he just threw it out the window. Nothing happened. But your story reminded me of that yeah, story. Yeah, dude. I was, it was straight, we're going to leave his name in. Fuck it was him. straight <laughs> panic mode. I was just like, I was panicked. And that's the thing. Like, you don't like people like talk about how they would act in situations. Like, they see people like videos of people on the Internet. And they're like, can't believe they just st- stood there and didn't do anything. Until something happens to you, you don't know. Like, apparently, I'm the type of guy who will shit his pants and just carry the underwear around and just panic. Hey, bro, let it go. (laughs) Just literally all you had to do to solve your problem is this. I couldn't do it. And you couldn't even do that. I know what you mean, though. When I shit my pants as a kid from the jalapeno pepper and I sprayed the walls and I cleaned it up, Mm -hmm. I actually regret that. I should have just left. I should have jumped in the pool and went into my hotel. What, you were at a party or something? No, I was a kid and I shit at a pool uh, bathroom and it got everywhere i mean Mm. like in the movies everywhere i was spray shitting like i pulled my pants down the pressure just came out so i started (laughs) twisting and like turning like ah i just (laughs) it just made it so much worse explosive jalapeno diarrhea child shit like your body's Mm -hmm. not acclimated to handle that type of shit shit (laughs) and i just got it every like i remember hitting the walls and like shooting up and i was like (laughs) how like, I swear to God, bro, 
my sisters were just like, you got it above your head. You're like, what did you do? <laughs> and I'm trying, cool, because I'm trying to clean it off the wall, so I'm smearing it, and I'm smearing it higher and smearing it. I had a chunk of shit on my toe when I came out, and they just laughed and make fun of me still to this day. It was the biggest diarrhea shit of my life that oh happened to be all over the place. I'm all just la- over the place. <laughs> I'm laughing at the fact that you had to, like like simultaneously experience not only the shitting but like you're like watching it happen yeah like bounce off the walls and oh shit. dude it was oh, i man. was just like crying just like i don't know what to do just clean it i was in there for at clean it least with what every piece Thing of you had everything oh, toilet bro. paper or whatever. oh my i used it was uh uh you know a hotel bathroom so those two rolls of toilet paper I used all of that. I used all of the paper towels. Did you just make it worse? I used all of the seat covers. I used my underwear. Like, no, I ended up cleaning up like 95%. Those little shit streaks everywhere. (laughs) I could only do so much. Somebody was like, they must have walked in and been like, somebody was just finger painting. Shit, (laughs) Shit, why did they do this? Who smeared shit everywhere? (laughs) Motherfucker. I was cleaning it. I did the Lord's work that day. What Uh, What a good kid you were that you tried to clean it up shit everywhere bro that's nuts well that's our pod man hey thank you so much for doing it bro. yeah man thanks for one. having me for all the sober sallies out there this mm-hmm. is a good one uh or, or if you're thinking about it if you want us to go fuck ourselves that's fine too you, we know that you have a problem <laughs> if you want me to, if you want me to go fuck myself it's at the justin hoff yeah we'll tag you and everything at okay. the justin hoff we'll, a promo clip this comes out next week Nice. So, uh, any parking lot shows? If the shit story isn't the clip, then I don't know. That's a good one. That's a good one. We'll figure it out. It's a long one, but that's a good one. (laughs) Um, The only thing IGTV. Yeah. The only thing I have uh, coming up is I'm restarting Coffee with Hoffee, which is my solo podcast, um, October. So October first, people can look up for that. But besides that, I put up all my stand up videos. So YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. Hit me up. Great guy, great comic, great poop story. Excellent. Uh, that's it, man. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for Community Service uh, Podcast. Subscribe, listen, like, follow. If you hate me, you know, don't tell anyone. And uh, <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> Peace. Thanks, guys. We got some sponsors here. I'd like to thank Sticker Supreme for making stickers and making uh you know that's my handwriting but they get they were like why don't you just write loosey goosey you know it's like good idea and now it's killing it on the merch department and so thank you sticker supreme for my stickers the t-shirts are limited get them i'm ordered 118 of them and that's it we're down to like 30 of them so thank you motherfuckers motherfuckers also thank you elsa tivo tequila the hooch the the double stimulant, uh, happy terpenes, energy terpenes, organic, USDA, kosher, non-GMO, motherfucking tequila. I can't drink it because I'll go to jail, but maybe you can. And it's top tier, top shelf, top whatever, top tiers weed, top shelf. There you go. Same shit. It's the fucking OG Kusha tequila, baby. I don't know if they want me to say that, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> There's no stipulations in our contract. There is no contract. <laughs> it's Venmo and talk about us. That's all they said. Just say yeah, a shout out. So there it is. Also, TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. They're good.
<laughs> if you drink, drink that. They won. They won the award for best tequila in the hooch business. Check them out. Also, thank you to me, a comedy showcase app now on Apple and not Android. <laughs> it's an app featuring comedians. Right now, 100% of the subscriptions goes to the comedians on the app. We're just trying to get it cracking. Mom and pop shop, uh, just artist-friendly stuff. You like comics, you like content, a five-minute clip gets released every weekday. Five new clips a week, up-and-comers, and, comers, and uh, you get to discover people, and, it's, and the money goes to them. And I guarantee you, 99% of them, not doing so hot in the financial department. <laughs> so there's that. It's a good shit. Comedy Showcase app. All the links will be in the stuff. I love you all. Thank you. Peace.